Hello and welcome to this third season of the Right Questions podcast. This series is a short set of recordings about leadership, looking at skills, models and tools that can help leaders no matter where they are on their development journey. Each podcast is designed to be a short introduction to a topic so you can get an overview of a subject. If you are intrigued and want to find out more, you can follow the links in the show notes or head over to www therightquestions.co. But now, on with today's show. An introduction to leadership theory. Here is a short introduction to some of the most important leadership theories, trends and models. These can all be instructive in understanding your own leadership style, broadening your expertise and giving you tools to improve as a manager. Great man theory. The great man theory is one of the oldest theories in leadership. It is the idea that true leaders, or heroes, are born with the innate ability to shape history. Thomas Carlyle was a historian and he came up with a theory based on the examples of key historical figures such as Napoleon Bonaparte. However, this premise, that leaders are born not made, has largely been refuted. The main importance of this theory is that it reveals how we have traditionally seen leaders. Carlyle's work also gave impetus to the study of leadership and development of further leadership theories. Control and domination, power and influence. Great man theory was linked to the idea of power and that leaders would naturally dominate others by the strength of their personality. This school of leadership theory is summed up in Moore's definition of leadership from 1927. He defined leadership as the ability to impress the will of the leader on those led and induce obedience, respect, loyalty and cooperation. The point to note here is that there's no reference to the responsibility of a leader for their followers or to any moral code. It took the extreme abuses of power by the likes of Hitler, Mao and Stalin in the first half of the 20th century for these ideas of leadership to be properly challenged. Leadership traits and skills. Academics also started to identify the traits of leaders to see what common characteristics made a good leader. In the early iterations of the theory, these traits were also seen as inherited and linked to the idea of the great man, the charismatic male hero who was tall and good-looking. This school of thinking evolved into identifying more positive traits, such as integrity, moral courage and humility. Importantly, there was also a shift towards characteristics that could be developed, as the emphasis moved from innate to acquired characteristics. The focus moved to identify leadership skills and behaviours that could be learned, such as communication, strategic thinking and decision-making. Action-centred leadership. John Adair's action-centred leadership model was built on the premise that leadership skills and behaviours could be taught and adopted. The simple idea behind action-centred leadership is the need to balance the three core management priorities of task, team and individual. A good leader must continually seek to achieve the task, build the team and support the development of each individual. Transactional and Transformational Leadership Theories James McGregor Byrne took the ideas of influence and behaviour in another direction when he defined the difference between transactional and transformational leadership in 1978. Transactional leadership is management using a carrot and stick approach. This functional style relies on basic human needs such as income and job security. 
these elements are related to the lower end of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Transformational leadership goes beyond transactional leadership. This type of leader seeks to inspire people with a compelling vision and lead them towards self-actualization at the top of the Maslow pyramid. Bernard Bass built on the work of Burns and defined the key behaviours of the transformational leader as being a positive role model, providing encouragement and supporting followers to fulfil their potential. Situational leadership theory. The situational leadership model, developed by Paul Hersey and Ken Blanchard, took leadership theory in another slightly different direction. Their model is about having a flexible approach. It demonstrates how a leader can adapt their management style depending upon the experience of the team and the individuals they are working with, while also considering the environment and circumstances they find themselves in. The leader chooses their approach, either delegating, supporting, coaching or directing, depending upon the situation. Values-based leadership. Values-based leadership developed in response to various moral failings of prominent leaders. This school of leadership, related to trait theory, encompasses both servant leadership and authentic leadership models. The central idea is that the values-based leader has a strong moral compass and leads according to their personal values and the shared values of their organisation or community. This model stresses the importance of being a good leader, not just a charismatic one, and the ability to make the right or ethical decisions, not just effective or bold choices. Servant leadership theory. The idea of the servant as leader was developed by Robert Greenleaf. This model of servant leadership is primarily about motivation. The servant leader wants to serve others and society by raising up new leaders and helping people to move towards a positive vision of the future. They are not seeking power for themselves. Instead, servant leaders share power and empower others. Toxic or bad leaders. At the other end of the scale, academics also started to identify the opposite of values-based or good leaders. Marcia Lynn Wicker popularised the term toxic leader, and various models have been developed to identify such bad leadership. For example, Barbara Kellerman's study identified seven types of bad leader. These are incompetent, rigid, intemperate, callous, corrupt, insular, or evil. Authentic leadership theory. The term authentic leadership was first popularised by leadership practitioner Bill George. He wrote a book by the same name in response to failures of senior corporate management, such as the fraudulent behaviour that led to the fall of energy giant Enron. George advocated for leaders of purpose, values and integrity, rather than those motivated by greed and power. George's academic colleagues, Bruce Avolio and William Gardner, then developed models around this concept, identifying the key behaviours or traits of an authentic leader. These included self-awareness and self-regulation, balanced processing of information, relational transparency, and a strong sense of morality. So that is a very quick introduction to some of the key leadership schools, theories and models. Theory can be a little dry, but understanding these models is important. They help to give us language and concepts. They help us reflect on our own leadership experience and the conduct of others. They give us tools to help and to use in our own leadership practice. And they also act as signposts of ways that we can help to develop and grow other leaders. 
And you can start now. Take a few minutes to reflect. Which of the leadership theories are most intriguing to you? What does this model reveal about your own leadership? Which tool could you apply in the interactions that you have today? That's it for today, so thanks for listening. And remember, if you'd like to find out more, then just follow the links and go over to the website at www.therightquestions.co. Bye for now.